Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watch Snowflake Mountain. On Netflix. Netflix. These entitled kids coming in thinking they don't need to work for anything and just like taking handouts. We will not stand for it. We're Netflix. Basically, yeah. Yep. By the way. That's a really uh, bad slogan for them because it's just way too long. It's not catchy at all. (laughs) Dude, I almost, I watched this show and almost just started watching Fox News. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. I hated every contestant on this show. With a passion, but the tone that this show took, this show was not any different than a lot of reality shows where it takes people uh, who don't normally interact with the outdoors and throws them into the outdoors. I'm pretty sure this show was uh, shot on the same lake that that show that we watched where they had to build the bridge was shot. You know, the show called The Bridge? (laughs) The Bridge. The Bridge. Yeah, you know, The Bridge. Yeah. But Netflix took the tone of a 60-year-old Trump voter. Yeah. That seems to be the tone that they are very comfortable in taking at this moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that they're letting their legacy properties, like, run their course. Like, Stranger Things... Hasn't suddenly got a conservative bent to it, but they're going to let that run out because I think it's got another season left. But every other, like, major resource they have is going to be pumped into these, like, fuck you, liberal idiot (laughs) properties. Yeah, so bizarre. I don't, I like, I feel like at some point you're going to have to make some sort of statement. It can't just be whatever you want to say, you can say it on our platform because that get some real nasty people yeah, involved that eventually gets you bought by elon musk and even then he does he really want to buy that <laughs> um i don't feel intelligent enough to like really weigh in on that discourse because i understand the i the concept of like it's free speech man like we, we we're, we're gonna let people say what they want to say but yeah. i do think that you have a responsibility to Make sure that those things are. <laughs> yeah. And even like Netflix does obviously doesn't control the content of their the comedy specials that they put out. I think that they've given any comedian with an hour special on Netflix, I think, has gotten a pretty long leash. Yep. If and if the leash exists at all, uh, it, it feels like Netflix just shoots for an hour and a half edits it down to an hour and then throws it on there regardless of the content. For better or worse. For better or worse. Do you want to tell everybody what Snowflake Mountain was about? It's a stupid show about stupid people being made fun of by stupider people. Well, equally stupid people. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, Snowflake. A young person who is considered overly emotional, easily offended, and dramatic. Do we just want to run down the snowflakes? I got them all. Yeah, I think you're going to have to do it, because I only wrote down the three that they bothered to, like, talk to. Devin. 
who's awful, and she parties 24-7. Yeah, Solomon, who's also awful. You sh- Yeah, Solomon, your mom wants to date me, and then I wrote, he seems awful. And then after that, anytime I describe something, I use some form of the synonym awful. Because they're just all terrible. I think we can both agree, though, that Solomon is the worst, right? He's the dude that is, like, trying to withhold food from other people. Yeah. And every, like, don't get me wrong, anybody else that's just like, hey, this isn't a good idea, and then still goes along with it, is also not a great person. But, like, he's the dude that did that, and then had no, didn't even fucking flinch when somebody, when somebody was like, oh, did you guys not get any food? He was like, no, like, we just got a bunch of, like, garbage. Man, you know what would be nice right now? Like, marshmallows. Yeah, he sat there naming the fucking food that he's hiding. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, fuck that dude. It was awful. Uh, I agree. Um, I think you mentioned like people like standing by. Uh, what's his name? Liam was not on board with this plan of hiding food. He felt it was very dishonest, and I could I don't fault him for the position he he took, which was basically standing in the corner with his arms crossed, like shaking his head, like I do not approve of this, because. The situation he's in where he's trying to um, navigate the waters of these people he's just met. He's trying to, like, see what's going on, you know, with Solomon and everything. Like, he doesn't want to piss off this guy for sure. He doesn't want these people to be mad. So Because Solomon has already proven himself in 30 seconds to be a ringleader type. So, like, if he pisses off Solomon by bringing up, hey, he did this thing. Yeah. Solomon is absolutely going to whip up about three or four other people to just harass this kid endlessly. Yeah, that that guy is in a tough spot. Um, so, Solomon, awful. Devin, she parties 24-7, and she's also awful. Just the worst. Up until, up until that food-stealing thing, I was like, Devin, least favorite person ever. Olivia is the one that quits right away before she is told there's a prize, even though... We'll get to it. Yeah, we really will. <laughs> yep. Randy, his parents hate that he lives with them. Daria uh, doesn't want to grow up. Whose name, by the way, is spelled very much like diarrhea. Yep. <laughs> Ray doesn't take life seriously. Deandra has been fired from three jobs. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I only wrote down three people's names because those are the only... I thought they were going to do what every other reality show does, which is spend like... 10 seconds on each person and their family or whatever and why they're on this show. And they did it for three people and then just ignored everybody else. Oh, oh buddy. This show's not like other reality shows. <laughs> the contestant went back to reality. They know what they're doing. I'm, I'm officially with the release of this show withdrawing back to reality from contention on Netflix. I don't want to be. Well, we had a whole big conversation bef- that I edited out of this episode. <laughs> 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 about so how, it doesn't seem so dumb that I bring this up again then. Yeah, uh, about how awful Netflix is. And yeah, I don't want my shit on their quote unquote network anymore. I'm yeah, I all I've been doing lately is watching Cheers on Peacock. I think that might be all I need. The Just office Cheers on Peacock. The office is there too. Parks and Rec. Lots of good stuff. Hey, everybody. Cancel Netflix, get Peacock. All their original stuff, you and me are big fans of their originals. Oh, most of their original stuff. We definitely didn't like, uh, fuck, what is that show? Punky Brewster. 
I remember... And there are some shows in there that look like hot garbage that we're eventually going to have to get around to, but, like, we've cherry-picked some shows that ended up being pretty great. Yeah, I mean, when I picked Saved by the Bell, I picked it because I thought it was going to be bad, and it still remains one of my favorites. (laughs) Yep, that's fair. Girls 5 Hour, we we had a good idea was going to be good going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we got Sunny, Liam we touched on. And then there's Matt and Joel, survival experts. Also, a word I'd never heard of before, bushcraft experts. I think that means... Yeah, no, do a raunchy joke. Yeah, no. Insert raunchy joke here. We're moving on. It's just going to get removed from the podcast Let me show you my spreadsheet (laughs) after he said that. (laughs) Okay. Thought number one. I know one of them walks off. Yeah. Why did they all not immediately walk off? I would bet because the producer said, we promise it will be worth your while. We promise. I don't know. None of these none of these people seemed trusting enough for that. I don't know about that. They all seemed a little too trusting to just, like, go into some weird-ass, like... They kept saying, like, we're going to wake up and be in a mansion tomorrow. Like... That's what I mean. What they're they're too s- trusting. They, they, they're naive. <laughs> as much as I hate the concept of the show, they picked the right idiots. What kind of snowflake mentality does it take to think that? That's the thing. I think they're using snow, like they're using snowflake incorrectly here. It's an idiot. Man. These are idiots. They may also be snowflakes, but these are idiots. There's a difference. Yeah, they're idiots. They're pampered. They're they seem like uh failed um failed influencers yeah. yeah i guess that it leads me to my second point is the price is $50,000 no it's not we go on what do you th- what do you mean oh because they take money away not even just that it they they said multiple times it's a pool so what the prize actually is, there's 10 fucking people here. Well, nine now, I guess. But when there was 10, there's 10 people here. They didn't take one, money away when that one person left. It's a pool of money. That money is going to get split amongst everybody that sticks around, which means the prize is $5,000. Until people start leaving. No, it's not. Because the second one person leaves, $5,000 goes away. Guess what that leaves? Still $5,000 for every fucking person on this stupid fucking show. They found the the weirdest, most like word twisty way to say we will give you five thousand dollars if you stick it out because they just said it, it would be like if I said you and I we have a prize pool right here that's ten thousand dollars that we'll that we'll split if we both make it to the end of this podcast. But if you quit, I'm taking five thousand dollars out of that pool. I'm still getting five thousand dollars. Like I was never going to get any more than five thousand dollars. Ooh, okay, well. I didn't realize that. I think that there's going to end up a twist where it's it's going to be a bit like the bridge where somebody's they're going to have to vote on who gets the money. But as it has been stated right now, the prize is $5,000 per person at the end. Even when I thought it was 50000 for one person, my thought was, why did they not walk away? $50,000 is not a life change. It's a nice amount of money, but it's not a life changing amount. As much as they hated doing this and as much as easy as their lives are back home without that money i don't even know if these 
kids know the value of a hard-earned dollar, so how are they going to know, or how are they going to stick around for something that to me seems meaningless to them? Like, money does not seem like something that is one of their worries, I suppose. It isn't currently, but if you think about, like, I think you're thinking, like, oh, the way they intended this was like you're going to win fifty thousand dollars and be able to like use that to make it on your own. I don't think a sing- they're not. A, there's not a single one of these people that is thinking at the end of this I'm going to take that money and like go put a down payment on a house or like you know get my own apartment that sort of thing. No, they're, thinking, they're all I'm thinking buy a car and I'm going to buy a club. shitty car. Yeah, exactly. This the, the the name of this show is misleading. Like they're not snowflakes, or some of them might be snowflakes. They're naive idiots. They're they're, they're they are. Naive, lazy, entitled idiots. Children. They're children. And what I want more than anything, and I suspect you have a similar note written down somewhere in there. What I want more than anything is not this show, but the sister show to this, which is about fucking the parents. The parents are the people that fucking, like, it's the thing that enrages me most about this, like, snowflake Gen Z hate. Where some, like, they want to talk about how, like, you know, how stupid is it that they don't know how to fucking uh, load a dishwasher? Why didn't you teach them to load a dishwasher? You're their parent. Why didn't you insist that they load the dishwasher? Why didn't you insist they move the fuck out of the house at 18? Like, every st- every little thing that these parents and that these people want to poke on, like, haha, fucking idiot. No, the parent's the fucking idiot for not seeing this through. This I don't think any one of these people that, at least as we've seen or heard about the stories, are people were like, I tried my hardest and they just it wasn't I it never stuck. Every one of these people is like, I don't know, I didn't I didn't want to be like I just wanted to be like friends. I want to be a cool parent. Every one of them, I yeah. guarantee you, every one of them is at some point in their life said I wanted to be a cool parent. You're right. I do have a similar note written mm-hmm. down. <laughs> yeah. If you had a child, how old until you kicked him out of the house? I think it's a sliding scale. I'm, I'm not willing to say, like, you're 18, get out of the house. But I think you're 18, you need to start, like, and out of high school, you need to start paying rent. You need to start paying utilities. Yeah, I think that I'd be pretty reasonable. I, It would depend on the circumstances. If my kid was 30 and living in my house, but it, the circumstances called for that, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, what, what I think I get frustrated by in hearing these conversations and in hearing people rage about their kids, whatever, is that these conversations don't start until they're 18 or 19 or 20. To me, that conversation should be like the, the financial like education of it all should be beginning at like 16 or earlier. When I was 16, I had to have a job because if I was going to have a car, I was the one paying for car insurance. I was the one that was making car, like all that sort of shit. And that certainly helped with my ability to move out the fucking house. Admittedly, I I moved out of the house before high school was done, but after I turned 18. But I just, I think that there's, I I hated these parents more than I hated these kids. These kids were annoying, but I, every one of them, I was just like, why aren't we going back to the parents and saying, what, what did you do here? Yeah, I had, I had the same thought. I really enjoyed, so when they were introducing these uh, bushcraft experts, (laughs) yeah. uh, um, and uh, these fucking idiots, um, they're they're showing this B roll that like just based on the music behind it is intended to show how badass these guys are. Like they are self sufficient, whatever. But the, I laughed so fucking hard. 
because I don't remember which one was which, but one guy was fucking chopping a block of firewood, but it was the tiniest block of firewood with not an axe, like a tiny hatchet, but he was two-handing it like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy, hold on, what was the other guy doing? Because I wrote it down. Oh, he was just whittling a stick. Yeah. It's it just like, it was this tiny stick and he was just whittling it. I'm just like, no, no part of that shows that you're a survival expert. It shows that you own a knife and a small hatchet. They seemed a little posery to me. Oh my god. They reminded me of a guy I used to work with who was pretty Dwighty, except I believe that Dwight could survive in the wilderness. Yeah. This guy was a poser Dwight and the moment that sticks out the most was a uh, school shooting had happened. He was talking about how the active shooter was lucky that he wasn't there because he keeps his camos in his trunk. Because your camos are like super important for your ability to blend in at a school. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So Devin, right? The party 24-7 doesn't care what anybody thinks that is might as well describe every one of them but go on she's a vegan that's her contribution to society yeah <laughs> she's a vegan i'm calling this tweet me if i'm right her I, okay her and joel they're gonna fuck one of the bush yeah not on the show, they're not. Absolutely, they will not. They might hook up after the show, and we might find out that they're dating after the show. There is no world in which they hook up on the show. No world. <laughs> tweet it. Tweet it. Tweet at me if there's if I need to keep watching this show. <laughs> I'm going to tell Kathy about this. Like, this seems like the, the sort of show that's right for me and Kathy watching and ripping on. Yeah. But it seems just shitty enough that I'm not sure I can. And plus, we've, we've got, and also we have uh, F-Boy Island starting in like two weeks. So, Oh, yeah. Get ready for those F-Boy oh, updates. God, so it's It will be update singular. I will put money. Wait, no, they release that weekly, don't they? Never mind. Yeah, it'll probably be a weekly update sort of thing. Uh, okay, so they drive all these kids out. Why are they pretending that they have spy cameras? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. The, so much of this is just set up and staged. Yeah, I guarantee... Like, you can tell any time a show does this because the screen that they're looking at while they're spying on them is crystal clear when they're clearly looking on some shitty monitor and it wouldn't look that nice. They're not looking at anything. They're looking at a blank screen, and then they're going to green screen some shit on top of that later. And they're just going, oh, yeah, like, this is this is very interesting. Like, I don't think they ever said anything that spoke to anything specific. They were just like, this will be interesting. It's really nice that we can see whatever they're doing. Right. Yeah, because you got fucking cameramen everywhere. You don't. Ah. Yeah. So they pulled the, they pulled the kids up, and uh, they... Unload all the kids' luggage and drive away. And the kids pretend like they just noticed now that their luggage is on the side of the road. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how all of that works. Like, if I got out of a car and somebody started taking suitcases out of it, I'd probably notice that. And if I like, I were worried about where I was going, and somebody took like pulled on the side of the road and then took my suitcase off out 
of the car and then set it down, my first thought would be like, whoa, wait a minute now, what's going on? But this car drives away and they're like, oh, man, why is the car driving away? And then their luggage is there and then they're like, oh, no, our luggage. I didn't had no idea that was there. And then it, the luggage got blown up. Their stuff was not in that luggage, though. No, and that wasn't even their, like, there wasn't even their luggage. I guarantee it. Because multiple of them said, like, this is my Louis Vuitton bag. And I believe that it was Louis Vuitton. And that shit's fucking expensive. They're not just burning that for no... Netflix, it doesn't have, isn't rolling in enough money to just be burning people's shit. Yeah, Netflix, you're awful. Um, yeah, that was awful. It's, it's just, it's shitty producing. Like, this is an example of somebody, like, if I bent more towards that fuck snowflake spectrum, uh, this would be a great show idea. Oh, yeah. That is very shittily produced. This is somebody that, lucked into a great idea in our draft but it turns out they themselves were a shady producer and it's that person is going to be the heel of our show where everybody's going to watch it and go how are you fucking this up you've got these entitled fucking kids why aren't you focusing on their parents why aren't you doing this like why are you pretending like you're spying on them just have cameras around and we can all be cool with it yeah and for that reason that producer is going home which is why there was only one episode of this show (laughs) Hold on. I know who the producer of that show was. It was Matt. He was the other bushcraft expert. Okay. Joel and Matt? Yeah, it's Joel and Matt. So so he was like, I hate all these fucking snowflakes. I'm going to get all these snowflakes on my show. I'm going to get my buddy Joel and we're going to dump them in the wilderness. I'll show him a thing or two. And then he's like reading like surviving in the wilderness for dummies the night before. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like me when I do a fantasy draft in Madden, like I'll draft and draft and draft and then realize, oh shit, I haven't drafted an offensive line. And so I've got all these great like pieces, but I don't have anything to like make this shit run. I, he, they, they picked all this cast, they picked the location, they picked the idea or, you know, whatever it is. And then they realized, oh shit, we didn't pick hosts. I guess it's me now. Uh, I could not find who the producers of this show were. I was, that's what I was looking up to see if they had produced any other reality shows. So they drive the kids up, they put them on the side of the rope, they give them their luggage, they give them a dry bag, and they say, load all of your essentials, and that's all that you can take with you. Mm-hmm. A kid brings a basketball? Yeah. I'm sure a producer told him, like, just take the basketball with you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and somebody else takes a ukulele? We never I heard... I didn't even see them bring the ukulele. Oh, yeah. I think it's Ray has the ukulele... Nobody's played the uke. Yeah. The basketball did remind me of... What was the show we watched last? Miss Marvel is what I'm thinking of. There was a scene in Miss Marvel where uh, somebody was walking in the hall dribbling a basketball. And I remembered thinking... And I even had my notes about it. Then I just never found a time to bring it up. But all I was thinking is... Did did people just walk down your hall like dribbling a basketball in high school? Was that a thing? Because it, uh, the more I think about it, it's tropey. It's like the sort of thing I've seen in high school TV shows, just people dribbling basketballs or throwing footballs around in the middle of the school day as if that's a thing that happens. Yeah, it was very original Spider Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 for sure. But all that said, uh, this kid that brought the basketball just proves that clearly it does happen because there's no world in which that kid did not just dribble that basketball <laughs> all throughout high school. I guarantee teachers had to tell him, like, Quiet. They didn't tell him to stop. You have to quiet down your dribbling. 
So he like dribbles real low. His ball handling skills have got to be on point. Mm -hmm. I liked when Liam got his foot stuck in the mud and uh, tried to pull it out. He's like, I almost lost a leg. I shouldn't say this, and I'm sorry if it offends anyone, but I was almost an amputee. And I was like, are you just trying to, like, be offensive? Because that's not even, like, a... That's not even a word that people say, whoa, don't say that word. <laughs> yeah, that is another thing. Like, all these uh, confessional things that people were saying, I guarantee you that they were heavily influenced by producers. Like, we need you to say something offensive here. Or, like, we need you to really amp up the energy here. Because I, I don't, like... Talk about what a bitch you are. Yeah, talk about, like, how you're just, like, a real bitch. And, like... Yeah. You don't care what anybody else thinks, despite the fact that we all know you verily... Like, there has never been a person that said, I don't care what anybody thinks, that didn't care a lot about what other people thought. Oh, yeah. I don't want to write a second episode for this show, um, because I don't think that we can write one that's interesting, because the stakes of this show are so low. What happened in this episode is, um, as far as the trials and tribulations of these quote-unquote snowflakes, is they had to walk... Half a mile, maybe? Maybe a mile. I don't know. They, they, we didn't get a great gauge of distance. Oh, yeah. Sorry, they, I don't want to Go ahead. They walked a mile. They watched luggage that very clearly wasn't theirs get blown up. They had to swim out. In As far as I... Is that, was that lake entirely just hip deep? Because I felt like I saw them standing up a lot all the way out into the lake. Yeah. And they had to untie some ropes. Like, there was no part of this that uh, was high stakes at all. I don't understand, even with them all being kind of clueless idiots, how this was supposed to have taken them all day. Even if I assume that they're idiots, I, I assume they're either going to die before that happens, because they're going to drown in this standing water only, or they're going to get the food and bring it back and everybody's going to be cool. Yeah, the untie the rope from the tree one seemed very simple The go out to this raft build a bridge out to this raft and retrieve the food not even build a bridge just like go walk out there like honestly i think what they were supposed to do with that these uh bush experts were uh bush make, no i'm gonna call them bush experts um that makes them sound too cool uh does it it's not the cool kind of bushes man <laughs> They were like they were laughing at them for not having taken a boat out there so that they could bring this shit back with them. And all I can think is they didn't need it. They could, they just walked. It it was like they were walking the entire way. Yeah. I don't this was the lowest stakes and I don't know how we can make a, an incremental step up from that. That was my introduction into how low stakes and shitty the show was. Okay. You reminded me about something I wanted to talk about. There's a, a stream that flows from west to east, and you're told to follow that stream. Which direction do you walk? Downstream. So do you walk east? Whatever direction the the river is flowing. You walk with the, with the current. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, like, that's what they told the kids, and it's like, these kids are going to fuck this up. They, they pointed them in a direction, too, so no. I think if I, you know, if I said, follow the river that way, and the river is going this direction, you'd have an idea that I want you to go, yeah. you know, whatever direction. 
And also, they had cameramen that I'm sure were just like, it's just over this way. Just keep coming this way. But if you could if you could all whine some more and if one of you could cry, I know that you've just walked a half mile. And even with as pampered and shitty as you guys are, you, you're capable of walking. At least some of you. Some of you maybe weren't. But this show was bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought that this was going to be a more enjoyable watch. Like, I didn't think that we were going to love it, but I thought that it might be good for it's, our thing. And then I thought no, no, maybe I, for you and Kathy. Yeah, but. I was going to say, like, it, it's, I can, just based on the description alone, it borders on immediately just like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely something me and Kathy will watch. But then watching it, these aren't snowflakes. They're naive idiots. And there's a market for that. Like, but let's not pretend like you're owning some snowflake liberal kids or whatever you're just owning a bunch of pampered kids who i guarantee you most of their parents are probably like the most you know what i i have nothing positive to say about this so all right you want to do uh a mind trap sure oh here we go you want to rethink that here we go (laughs) i haven't seen the answer yet okay (laughs) but what does no man want Yet no man wants to lose. Wait, what? What does no man want? Yet no man wants to lose. It's just a riddle. Yeah, I mean, the, these are all either riddles or questions. Just, just questions. They're not even like half of these are just, just questions. Just like, but it's what? Be like, do you think God's a man or a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. I think he's a man. Neither. He transcends gender. Wait, I said he. Fuck. What's the answer? A bald head. No man wants a bald head, right? Uh-huh. No man wants to lose his head, even if it's bald. You think the person... You think that they made this up, or you think this is like an old... I think that they thought that this was clever as shit, but here's the thing. I think I could say... A man with a bald head getting a toupee is losing their bald head. Are you sure they don't want that? I know plenty of bald men that want to lose the bald head. I don't. I don't think it's as clever as they think it is. I. I mean, you could you could twist that around. Then it's not a good riddle. <laughs> You're right. Fucking mind trap, man. What what even is this? I I can't believe that Game Show Network hasn't uh tried to make a mind trap game show. While they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. How far can a dog run into the woods? Halfway. Boom. I know that one. Alright, you got anything else? No, this show's bad. Don't watch it. Yeah, I agree. Unless you're going to tell it, uh, Michael, if Devin and Joel Joel fuck. Don't get down. That's the correct terminology. <laughs> to get down? Don't get down. Don't get down, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, if, they, if they doink. Uh, maybe I'll tweet if I can find the producer. I'll tweet at the producer and just ask. Devin and Joel fuck. Did like probably not on the show, but like stand up fucking. <laughs> um, housekeeping, new season of Iron. Yeah, Iron Chef, right? Okay, Matt. I'm getting them confused. I mean, is it Iron Chef or Iron Chef America? On Netflix. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, but... Oh. Okay, yeah, Iron Chef. They rebooted it, right, for Netflix? Yeah. Housekeeping, 
They rebooted Iron Chef on Netflix. Eric said he heard it was mediocre. I watched it and I liked it. What else? I F- think that Halfway Island starts in a few weeks, and oh. I could not be more excited. Yeah. Also, I finished watching season one of Severance, and it was very, very good. Cool. I watched the second episode of Ms. Marvel. What'd you think? I liked it. I, I haven't yet. Um, I committed to not watching any more of Obi-Wan today because I heard that there was like a cameo in the final episode, and I was just like, I just need to know who it is. Like, who was it? Is I, it, um, what's his name? Caden? Hmm? The Darth Vader? Oh, he's in the whole show. Oh yes, like they they fight in this in this show. Absolutely, they, they fight. They fight. There's what? another fight between them two. Who wins? Um, I don't know. Apparently, we were supposed to intuit just based on this article I was reading about this whole like cameo at the last episode that uh, Obi Wan had lost his connection to the Force, and honestly, that explains a lot of why he didn't just use the Force to get his lightsaber out of the desert. He had to go find it. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to say. That that's what I was getting at when we were recording, but you made a good point, which was in Empire Strikes Back, he just does not need any. So this yeah. this show might as well have been called How Obi Wan Gets His Groove Back. Like it's just him getting re getting his connection back to the Force. Oh, got it. Which plays into heavy spoiler. Do you do you care? No, heavy spoiler if you do care. But like, which gets into the cameo, which is that uh, what's his face um. Liam Neeson comes back as Qui-Gon Jim, but, like, as a Force ghost. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Want to wrap it up? Sure. This has been the Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. You can check out our website at episode1podcast.com. That's spelled out O-N-E. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Episode 1. Uh, either of those keep you up to date on our episodes as they come out. If you like the show, leave a rating or review uh, on Apple Podcasts. If you really like the show, tell your friends and family or go into your local Apple store and just leave all the ratings and reviews for the show. Yeah. Are we still at 31? Still, the last time I checked, which was like four or five days ago, we're still at 31. That hasn't moved in six months. I'm not, I've stopped checking every other day like I was doing before. Last but not least, big thanks to Bosdi for the use of our theme song. Yeah, yeah.